0: are so many high income earners who are broke, right? There are doctors who make $300,000 a year and are broke because they don't put in these blocks, these building blocks of wealth creation. Welcome to the Quiet Wealth Podcast, where we talk about money mindset, how not to be broke, simple step-by-step strategies to conquer your finances, and the entrepreneurial spirit that will get you there. Your host, Camilla Jeffs, has been a student of money for over 20 years. She started out broke and has built real wealth for her family through steps you can copy. Camilla is on a mission to help thousands of people just like you build true financial stability. Hello, everyone. Hope you're having a fantastic day. I'm excited to talk to you today. We are continuing our series on wealth principles. So it's the last wealth principle. So we've talked about The first three, number number one was mindset. So important. If you have not listened to that episode, you must listen to that episode. You've got to get your mind right in order to get to where you want to be, right? Wealth principle number two was discipline, being committed. You got to get committed, right? To being rich. Don't be afraid of it. Let's just get committed and we have our reasons why we want to do this. Wealth principle number three was investing, right? We've got to buy assets, not liabilities, unless you're creative and you can turn those liabilities into assets, right? And wealth principle number four is one that's very close to my heart and it's called stewardship. Now, we are given money and when we talk about money, I'm a faith-based person and and I like to, to think that God is directing us on this earth, right? While we live here. And in this episode, we're going to talk about what we can do with our money, right? Because we're not trying to accumulate massive amounts of money just to swim in it, you know, like Scrooge McDuck did, if you're one of those that watched ducktails growing up. <laughs> Scrooge McDuck he would collect so much money and he has a he had a vault and in the vault he would swim in his golden coins. He like would put a swimsuit on and like literally swim in them. Well, that's not the goal here, right? The goal is not to amass large amounts of money and just hide it in a vault so me and only me can swim in it. Um the goal is to accumulate and and really learn become a good steward of money. So if we think about being a steward, a steward is someone who takes care of what they have, right? And when you are raising children, so if you have kids, and you want to teach them about money, you don't give them, you know, $100 bills right away, you start out with coins, right? You give them a quarter, right? You, you emptied the dishwasher. Great job. Here's your quarter, right? Or maybe a dollar, you know, inflation, right? My kids got a quarter, but of course, they're older now. And so kids these days probably get a dollar. Maybe they get $5. I don't know. It's up to you. But you start out with small amounts, right? And I'm going to teach you exactly what our family does to educate on money, but in the beginning it's very small because that's all they can handle, really. They can handle a dollar here and there, right? That like my kids, it was the best thing ever. They would earn their dollar and then we'd go to the dollar store and they could pick anything they wanted because the dollar store at the time was only a dollar. And it's the same with us, right? If if we're starting out on our on our financial journey as adults and we start to earn money, we're going to start out small in the beginning. And everybody starts small. We started from nothing. My husband and I started from nothing, right? We got married young. We uh, we're both in college trying to figure things out we were both in, in intent on graduating without student loans which we did and we cash flowed our education but it was very challenging because you could only work part-time jobs you know and, you, and it's not like you could you had a, a salary a nice career salary because you're still in school well as our journey progressed it's kind of like line upon line, right? Line upon line, precept on precept, that where God gives you what you can handle at the time. And so the key here is to don't stress and don't worry about how much money you have right now, right? The important thing is you need to Worry about being a steward of your money, right? Worry's not the right word. You need to be conscious about doing a, being a steward of your money. You need to manage your money well. Because until you can handle what you've got, you won't get any more. Now, have you ever had this experience where you're at the you know at the end of the month and you look back at your at what you're spending and you're like, man, I make good money. But I'm always at nothing at the end of the month. Like, where did all my money go? What happened to it? And, and it can just fly out the door. I mean, if money, if you, if you don't control it, it's going to control you, right? And it's going to fly out the door. It's not going to give you what you, what you need. It's not going to do well for you. It's just going to be gone. And suddenly you're, you're sitting there scratching your head thinking, where did it go? So let me tell you exactly what we decided to do, and I'm gonna give you some numbers here. So with your income. So if you think about your income, you need, as the income comes in, you need to divide it into categories right away. Because if you don't, it's just gonna fly out the window and it's just gonna all be gone and you'll be like, where's my money? So the first thing that we do is we give. And for us, that's 10%. So we give 10% of our income. Why do we do that? Well, because we believe that God has given us the money and we need to take care of his children. And we can do that by giving. 10% is not much, right? I mean, it's not much when you're not making much. It's a, if you know, if you make a hundred dollars, it's $10. So you can live on 90. Now when you're making a hundred thousand, it's 10,000, that uh, kind of feels like a, you know, stretch to write that check for 10000 But if you're just giving at regular increments and regular intervals, I promise you won't miss it and it comes back to you tenfold. Okay, so 10% we give. The next 10% we put towards long-term investing right now remember for us uh, you know at at points in time we did invest in we did 401ks we did IRAs you know but right now it's all about real estate so we put set aside 10% to invest in real estate to get another rental property to you know invest in another another apartment group investment things like that the next 10% is towards education you may think that is interesting right because why at forty two am I still paying for education? Right, I thought I already graduated college. I had my bachelor's degree. I got my MBA. I got you know I've got all the degrees. Do I really need to go back to school? Do I really need to be learning? Oh, a hundred percent. Yes, you really need to be learning. I love education. I love learning. I'm a lifelong learner, and I and I like and I don't mind spending money on educating and really under and learning about what what you can do to increase your business. For me right now, it's a learning all about marketing. Right? How do I do better in marketing? One of the reasons I'm starting a podcast is so I can do better at marketing. And it's a learning curve and I have to I have to spend money in order to educate myself how to do this. So 10% for education. 50%, half of your money goes towards necessities, right? This is, I'm talking about your rent or your mortgage, your food, your clothing, your children, etc. right? 50% of that income goes to pay for all those things, right? That's all money that's gonna fly out the door. It's not gonna, it, it's not gonna benefit you much and, you know, but it's stuff that you have to do. You gotta, you gotta put gas in the car, you know? And finally, the last 10% goes towards what I call financial freedom, right? So that last 10% is going towards building something, right? Like passive income, building passive income. So the job of that money is to build the golden goose that lays the golden eggs, right? It's called passive income. And remember, we it's never spent, right? It's money that's just gonna continually churn and make more money for you. And sorry, this one's the last 10%, I got my addition wrong, is for play. And you can't, you can't live your life on rice and beans and that's it right but I mean, you could do it for a bit but you need to have time to play you need to build memories with your family and that's something super important for our family is is building memories and and going on vacations or you know just going on little trips here and there and 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 having time together because You know, if the kids, if you ask your kids, what do you remember about last year? It's going to be the vacation that you took. It's not going to be the everyday, you know, like what you had for breakfast. (laughs) So you got to have time to play. I'm a big advocate of play. So if you think about it, it's not really about what comes in, right? It's not really about how much comes in. It's about what you do with it because there are so many high income earners who are broke right? There are doctors who make $300,000 a year and are broke because they don't put in these blocks, these building blocks of wealth creation. So you have to, you have to be intentional about it and you have to do that. And, and you can't pay bills first, right? You got to pay yourself First, really important principle that I learned from a book that's called The Richest Man of Babylon. You have to pay yourself first. Otherwise, you're never going to get ahead. You're never going to get ahead. There will always be something else that comes up. And so that's a really important wealth building principle. Now, I recently took my two 17 year old daughters on a trip to paraguay and in paraguay we it was a humanitarian trip where we built a school for children in a uh, poverty in poverty situation in fact the community there we built the school it was literally a landfill the i saw the garbage trucks come and dump the garbage i saw the parents go and sift through the garbage to find materials to build their houses they sifted through it to find recyclable materials that they could then go and turn in for a little bit of money to be able to feed their families. And I saw the children sifting through it to find toys and prizes. And, you know, they would come every day. They would come with a different toy that they had found among the garbage. And they were happy, right? They were they were happy kids. They were not sad. They were ecstatic about what they had found. But in this community education was super important and if the children did not get an education there's no way they could move out of the landfill that they could you know achieve something bigger for themselves and in their lives and have a longer life expectancy have better health all of these things it was a really important trip for us it was an intense trip but it was a very important trip to go on and to be able to serve in that way and There's, you know, one thing I want to say about that is that the only way we were able to do that is by giving because the the money that we paid to go on this trip, we paid to go on this trip was all, they they combined all the money from all the participants of the trip and that's what was used to pay for the materials, to pay for the local workers as they had some local workers on site and to pay for, of course, our hotel travel and, and food. And then, and then we basically donated the labor, and and a school was built from scratch, and it was not built with power tools. (laughs) Let's just say. But while on that trip, one of the trip leaders, we had this uh, speed friending that time we were on a bus for eight hours and so she came up with this idea to do speed friending where you'd sit by someone and you and you'd answer a question you know the question was asked and then everybody would answer that question and then you'd switch and, and talk to someone else next time the very first question she asked was what will be your legacy And I thought, whoa, okay, we're going deep here right away. Because the trip is actually 20 teenagers. It's 20 teenagers, two adults who are like the mom and the dad. That was me and another another dad. And then they have the trip leaders who are, you know, younger adults. (laughs) So these teenage kids had to think about what will be your legacy. But I want you to think about that right now. So if you were sitting next to someone on a bus for eight hours and you had to tell them right then, what will be your legacy? What would you say? What would you talk about? What comes to mind? And then think about what would you need to do or have to achieve that legacy, right? And, and so this is why we talk about building wealth. It's not about accumulating gold coins in a vault to swim in it's about continuing your legacy enabling yourself to live your legacy impacting the world around you in bigger ways as it's it, it's it's not going to help if you stay small you've got to play in bigger spaces and step up right and so think about your legacy as you pursue this legacy and pursue the impact that you're going to make you God is going to give you or the universe whatever you believe in is going to enable you and give you what is needed to achieve this if you have your mind right if you continue learning every day and if you make sure that you are a good steward of your money so I hope that helps you all. I'm excited to dive deep into strategies further on. And the podcast from now on will be you know diving deep into different strategies and also having some interviews, bringing some experts on who have done what you are looking to do. Right. And, and so you can learn from them. So please share this podcast episode with others. It's so important to share the wealth, right? We've got to make sure that others are are learning from as much as we can. So thanks so much for joining and I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for joining us on the Quiet Wealth Podcast. If you want more, head on over to camillajeffs.com slash podcast to get the show notes and dive into other juicy episodes. While you're there, be sure to grab the free guide to building wealth And if you know a friend who is struggling with money, please send this episode to them. Let's share the wealth in as many ways as we can. Until next time, wishing you much success.